the Messiah has come to rule over Israel and all the nations of the world. Until one final satanic rebellion. On the Bible Brief. Mark your calendars. The Prism Bible at Beta launches on January 1st, 2024. We can't wait to show you the Prism Bible app. From the narrative of creation in Genesis 1. God blessed the man and the woman. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and conquer it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Dominion is what we were made for. Rule over all the earth, all the fish, all the birds and every living thing. Mankind was to be fruitful and multiply, fill, conquer, and exercise dominion over the planet. And from the very first man and woman, we have failed. Beginning with Adam, the undeceived sinner, we allowed Satan, inhabiting the crafty serpent, to dominate us instead. In eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Adam and Eve ceded their rule to another and the world was set on a road to ruin. God's command was violated. The creeping serpent ruled over the image bearers of God, and nature itself groaned at the perversion of God's order. Humanity embraced rebellion instead of righteous rule. And this rebellion continued for millennia. Every child born of that original union became inheritors of corruption and consequences that were inescapable. Sin tore through the human race, and rebellion only escalated further and further. God's sovereignty over all was rejected, and humanity chose to make a name for themselves. They wanted to climb the heights of heaven, a place they could never reach on their own. No, instead God had to intervene, and His intervention was epitomized in the covenants, those special promises solely dependent upon God revealing the goal of history and the eventual triumph of a special seed. This seed would be a final Adam, a new Adam to fix what went wrong with the first man, an obedient Adam that would take the rebellion of the world and bring it under his rule. The last Adam would be fruitful and multiply, being the first of many in the vehicle through which others would be resurrected from the dead to eternal life. He would fill the earth with those of his body, and he would lead his people to conquer and have dominion over the whole world. This seed was identified as one from Abraham who would bless the world and defeat his enemies. He was identified as one from Judah who would hold the ruling scepter as king. He was identified as one from David who would be the everlasting king ruling upon David's throne in Jerusalem. This seed would be a suffering servant, a man of sorrows, a rejected shepherd. He would be a righteous ruler, a perfect judge, and a conquering king. This seed, the subject of so many prophecies and promises, would come upon the world, and the world would never be the same. But that ancient serpent wouldn't yield his authority so easily. 
No, he would fight against this seed using all the tools at his disposal. He would deceive, lie, cheat, steal, and murder. He would use all his power and might to bring this seed to the same place as the first Adam. Satan sought rebellion from the seed coming to save. The slithery serpent's final enemy was this last Adam, the one coming to take back Satan's authority that he'd so deceitfully gained. The first time that serpent, that dragon, attempted deception and annihilation of the seed. He tried to cut off the one who had come to rule, but in his rage, he only aided the sacrifice of this righteous one. Though Satan meant it for evil, God meant it for good, and the blood of the seed began its application to the doorposts of many hearts. God began the greater Passover as the blood of the lamb was provided for the world. Many came to believe in the seed. Many shed their blood for their faith. And these, though dead, became conquerors. The blood shed became a fuel for a people. A people of faith, taken into heaven by God to prepare for a final invasion. An invasion of the people of the land on the earth that had rejected them. The last Adam would take his people to conquer all nations. It happened like lightning. A sudden invasion, a sudden war, and sudden defeat for the forces of the serpent. The seven-year tribulation of devastation and calamity had finally culminated in the battle for Jerusalem, and God came down to save his city. The serpent was bound and cast into the pit of the abyss, chained and removed from all influence, and the king was finally installed in Jerusalem. This was the beginning of a time long ago foretold, as Isaiah the prophet spoke about it like this. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord." He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide disputes by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. This is Messiah's kingdom, a kingdom finally established with the return of Jesus to reign upon David's throne in Jerusalem, a kingdom demonstrating the rule of the only righteous king who exercises the dominion in contrast to how Adam failed. Jesus brings peace to the earth with the government on his shoulders, 
He gives those believers in him rule over various administrations upon the earth. Dominion is exercised by Jesus as he administers justice to all without fault. He is the wise, good, powerful king that the world has always wanted and needed. He reigns over the earth, and he reigns from his city, newly altered from the recent topographical changes to the earth. Jerusalem stands above all other cities, and all people of the earth stream into its gates to pay homage to the king of all. Isaiah speaks about this as well. He says, It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and shall be lifted up above the hills, and all nations shall flow into it. And many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall decide disputes for many peoples. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Through the rule of Jesus, such peace and prosperity comes upon the earth that weapons are no longer needed. Swords and spears are beaten into farm implements, and waging war is a forgotten skill. Those believers who survived the tribulation have children, and those children have more children. Over time, the earth is repopulated, and generation after generation comes from the remnant of humanity that survived the tribulation. Peace reigns in the kingdoms of man. Peace reigns between man and beast. Rest rules the weather, providing abundance of food and prosperity. Rest rules the labor of mankind, no longer striving against one another. Peace and rest are the rule for a thousand years. The covenants are fulfilled. Jesus accomplishes the land, seed, and blessing promised to Abraham. Jesus fulfills the promises of a kingdom, a dynasty, and an everlasting king to David. Jesus is the mediator and establisher of the new covenant with his people Israel, writing his teaching upon their hearts. The last Adam conquers all and fulfills even the mandate from God from the very beginning. The seed has finally come. He was planted in the ground for three days, yet he arose, ascended, and returned to the earth to reign. But the end is not yet. No, because this time of fulfillment does have an interruption. An interruption caused by that ancient enemy. Because just for a time, Satan is released from the pit of the abyss for one last rebellion. The capstone to his nearly timeless struggle against the God of the universe. The earth has been repopulated, made now of many who never knew the times before Jesus. Millions and millions who have only known the blessing and prosperity of the rule of Messiah. Never have they been tempted. Never have they been proven in faith. And Satan is loosed among them. The prophet John told it like this. When the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison 
and will come out to deceive the nations that are at the four corners of the earth, to gather them for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea. And they marched up over the broad plain of the earth, and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them. And the devil, who had deceived them, was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet were. And they will be tormented day and night, forever and ever. This time, there is no battle, no swords, no struggle. Instead, this final rebellion ends in fire. A fire from heaven comes down and consumes the force numbering as many as the sand of the sea. For the last thousand years and forevermore, God's city is safe from all fear and all invasion. And in this act, God has sealed off all threats forever. Satan is thrown into the lake of fire to be tormented day and night forever, no longer ever able to deceive mankind. Dominion over all has been established. The ancient serpent has no claim. The last Adam has finally conquered the earth and all who come against him. Everything is in subjection to the Messiah. And then comes the end. Don't miss our final episode of the Bible Walkthrough, premiering tomorrow. The Bible Brief is brought to you by the Bible Literacy Foundation, dedicated to helping people like you learn the Bible. Copyright Bible Literacy Foundation 2023